Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast. I'm going to be talking a little baseball today. Our guest today, he's not internationally known, but he's known to rock a microphone. Craig Deedles, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. What'd you think of that intro? <laughs> I, I, I've had worse intros. All right. <laughs> and no training for me. I was thinking oh, just stealing some other podcast's music for this one, but somebody else beat me to that today. So. Uh... <laughs> I know. That was a low blow. I'm sure it was a mistake. And I'm sure it was an honest mistake by that particular podcast. I, I would think so. I yeah. don't know. I just I, I assume for that particular mistake they were just their producer was probably just given a list of here here's all the music that we don't have to pay for and he was just like sure the yeah. top one <laughs> yeah sounds good all right so um, one of the dumbest things you can do in all of sports is try to predict what's going to happen in a major league baseball season because no one knows what the hell is going to happen guys get hurt. Crazy crap happens because it's well, there's 162 62 games, games so there's a giant sample size, and it just lots of insane stuff can happen, and you know nonsense happens like guys' elbows fall off, and and so there's there's no reason. There's a great Twitter account called You Can't Predict Baseball that I recommend following because they update you every night with crazy crap that goes on, and it's usually at least five or six tweets a night. And that said, let's go ahead and predict what every team in Major League Baseball is going to do this season. What say you? Good idea. <laughs> All right, so we'll go through alphabetical order, and then uh, we'll cheat a little bit at the end, and we'll get the uh, team that we'll talk about the team that you and I cheer for, and probably the one that everybody wants to to hear us talk about the most. We'll we'll do them last, but we're technically only sure. jumping over leapfrogging yeah. one team. We're, we're not switching the order very much to do that. Yeah. So. Let's get started with, like, we're going to start it off with a bang because we're going to talk about the Arizona Diamondbacks, who currently, and I'll be using Bovada.com for all of these over-unders. It's a very trustworthy gambling website that I don't condone gambling. I'll be the first person to say that, but we're going to go ahead and talk about this. Yes. And the Diamondbacks over-under right now, uh, you can get uh, minus one to 115 for the over under on 71 and a half win oh. for the Diamondbacks. Uh, for, for the record, for the people listening, like I've I've taken a cursory look at these, but I haven't sat and thought about each and every one. I've, I've sat and thought about the rosters and whatnot, and I was ready to go under all day on the Diamondbacks because I think they're a bad team in the poorly run. But 71 is not a lot of baseball wins. Um, but I'd still probably take the under. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking if it's for them, I'd take the under two. I mean, you're paying the same fig on both, minus 115. Um, this is a completely lost season for them. They have no intentions of winning. I mean, last year they finished 64 and 98, so they finished like they finished seven games below what their win total is this year. They could easily do that. Um, I mean, have you? They're they haven't even figured out their starting rotation yet. Like we're a week from the season and they don't know who their like four and five guys are going to be. Yeah. Like, that seems bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they've got Cole mentor, Jeremy Hellickson and Ruby De La Rosa. And those guys aren't fantastic to begin with. And I guess maybe they're thinking of using Trevor Cahill as the four. Like, it seems like he might be the fourth guy, but 
they don't have the slightest pick. Remember the last time that we tried uh, Trevor Cahill as a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball? Like, it didn't go particularly well. In Oakland, where they've got the magic fountain yeah. pitching, no now, less. So. Yeah, 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 it was fine in Oakland until they traded him to Arizona, and all of a sudden the wheels fell off, as typically does happen when Oakland trades pitchers. I don't understand why people acquire pitchers from Oakland, but that's another conversation for another day. Well, positive side for the fans is, you know, you if you have to watch that team, you've still got Paul Goldschmidt and David Peralta to watch on a nightly basis. So yeah, that's fine. You know, not uh, and they got they got the, they brought in to play uh, third base. Tomas, uh, I don't think he can play third base on a permanent basis, so that's troublesome. Uh, Mark Trumbo is not a particularly good defensive player. You got him out in right field, so that could be an adventure. Um, there's just a lot of things to not like about this team, and if I were them, I would be as soon as people call you trading your bullpen guys. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I, th- I th- like, are we ready to call Archie Bradley a bust yet? No, nah, I wouldn't go that far yet. Yeah. Seventh, seventh pick in in two thousand eleven. I mean, it's been this is this is year four. I mean, if he does, I realize I realize that he probably should be on the major league roster, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't go that far just yet. But obviously, there are some some concerning signs. He's got a three six eighty ERA and seven and one third spring training so far, and they're calling that an improvement. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to call him a bust just yet, but... Yeah. Um, this might be the year where he decides if he wants to be a bust or not. Yeah, I actually saw a story that um, they were talking about his maturity and improved focus and things along those lines. All right. um, I don't know if that's what you want people to be talking about, but that's, that's what they're talking about, so we'll see. Um, and, and he's he's like you said he looked okay in the spring so I and he's 22 so let's let's I, I don't I don't gonna say bust just yet but again there have been some concerning issues that's true um 71 and a half games for this team we both like the under but I don't know this isn't gonna be one of the ones that I'm gonna run out to make a bet on. no it's hard to bet the under on 71 and a half and be certain about it because yeah. they could hypothetically be one of the five worst teams in baseball and maybe surpass that. Maybe not five worst teams. Yeah, I mean, they, they could be very close to the bottom and get more than seventy-one wins. And they're still in a division. I mean, the Giants are, although they've been terrible in spring training so far. I mean, the Giants are still the Giants. The Dodgers are a team that I'm picking to go pretty far. And the Padres have, you know, really improved their team. They they were the most active team in free agency. So Colorado's still not very good. So. It'll be tough. Yeah, they may but, not finish last in the division. Yeah, they might not finish last in the division, but yeah. So I think that's uh, probably... last year. They last year they won sixty four games, and I see no reason to think that they're going to win the heck of a lot more than that. But again, no, yeah, they, it feels like a high sixties for them. But right. like, I just I wouldn't run to to make a bet on this particular team. Um, next up, we got the Atlanta Braves. Uh, not projected to do much better. You can get them at uh, minus one fifteen for both the over and the under at seventy three and a half. Well, they did trade everyone. Um, yeah. Jason Hayward, Justin Upton, Evan Gaddis, all gone. They brought in Marcakis and Shelby Miller, and Marcakis looks like he's on. You know. That Marcakis signing was not good. No. I, I understand that. I and mean, there was a time when Nick Marcakis was an excellent ball player. I think that time is kind of behind us. They spent a lot of money on him. And it kind of goes counter to everything else they did in the offseason, right? Because they go out and they trade some of their best guys. Like you said, they trade Hayward. Uh, Upton's gone. The good Upton is gone. Yeah. Um, there were some moves that were made that would say, okay, we're not going to win right now. And that's fine. You, you want to reset the clock a little bit. You go get a guy like Shelby Miller. That's cool. 
But when those moves are getting made, you shouldn't also be going out and signing Nick Markakis for four years and $44 million. Yeah, that one made no sense. Uh, what did make sense was them firing Frank Wren and bringing in John Hart, who's the guy who created all those good you know, Cleveland teams in the right. 90s. The, and uh, he had a hand in those, some of those uh, Texas teams. Yeah, so. like the Kenny Lofton era right. Cleveland team. Um, they're absolutely punting this season, the Atlanta Braves, and I kind of like their under. I, I really like, like, this is one of the ones I'm probably going to place a bet on. I like the under at 73 and a half. At so do I, because I, I have a feeling, I kind of have a feeling that uh, anyone who plays particularly well, but they don't have a long-term commitment to, which I guess is, like, they have obviously a long-term commitment to Freeman, some of the guys that are pitching, but, and, and Simmons as well, obviously, because Anderson Simmons is, is everything that's awesome at everything. But I have a feeling that some guys can be shipped out of there relatively soon. So they might get worse before the season continues. And, again, the, the, the major league players they did add this offseason, I don't think are particularly good ones. So. No. Uh, they're also in the second year of a four-year deal for closer Keg Krimble, who I love. He's a great closer, and he's got that hilarious set position that is yeah. fun to imitate. But they're paying him 9 mil this year, then 11 and 13. Right. Like, that's just... Like, well, if you're they, trying they to should, rebuild, that's not the right. type of thing you want. And to that's the exact sort of guy that you should be going to the open market and seeing what they can get for him. Because some team will pay yep. up the nose for Craig Kimball. And, well, who cares how good your closer is if your over-under projection is 70-whatever games? They know they're not going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. If they thought they were going to be good this year, they would have kept Hayward. If they thought they were going to be good this year, they would have tried to find a way to smooth things over with Upton. Neither of those things happened. So, if you know you're not going to be good, why do you need to close like Craig Kimball on the team? Yeah, it does. It doesn't make sense. And yeah, I just, I really like the under here. This is, this is an under I'm going to probably have on a couple of tickets before the seasons. And um, yeah, I really like, I mean, you're not playing too much of a big minus, you know, 115 to win hundred. So you can feel pretty comfortable putting Atlanta in any kind of future teaser that you might want to mm-hmm. want to do. Um, Who do we got next? Up next Baltimore Orioles. Um, 82 and a half is their over under. You got to pay, Minus 125 to get the over, and you got to pay minus 105 to get the under. Hmm. That's that's a really tough one. That 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 one is a stay away to me. Like, I mean, if you could get the under, maybe at at even money, I might take it. But I don't like paying the five the five dollar fig on that one. But no, um, and here's why to stay. If I knew that Weeters was healthy and I knew that Machado was healthy, I would be all about the over there. But I don't know those things. Yeah, Weeters can't even – he hasn't even – he can't throw the ball to second base yet. And Yeah, that's concerning for me. Very concerning. Like, I'm sure – And I that's have, where most of his value is, obviously, behind the plate. Yeah, and um, I'll have, I have no doubt he'll recover, but he might not get his arm back to full strength until – Whenever. Like, like freaking June. So Yeah, who's to say? Because, again, you're right. He's not even throwing the ball down there right now. Um, you look at the fact that, look, Travis Snyder seems like a nice enough guy, but is he uh, your starting right fielder if you're going to be playing particularly well? I don't know. Um, they've, they've got some, some decent arms in the rotation. I wouldn't say it's an awesome rotation, but it's deep. Like, there's no uh, significantly weak link, and they've got a nice bullpen, too. Um, it looks like they're going to be adding Gaussman to that really good bullpen, too. Yeah. Because they yeah. appear to be picking, I don't understand this, but, you know, Buck Showalter is much smarter than I am at baseball, but uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, Ubaldo Jimenez has looked pretty good in spring training so far, but I... I think this just, is their last ditch attempt to salvage something out of that contract. Yeah. Well, they're, they're paying him like a starter, so I... Exactly. I that's that's, that's, yeah, try, try it out and see what happens, and you can, you can change things around a little bit if you uh, if you think you really need to. But um, I, I look at that, and I see the under for Baltimore, to be honest. Yeah, it's a tough division. 
Um, I mean, even like everyone in this division this year is going to be a little feisty. Um, yeah, it's not it's not the what it used to be where you had two loaded teams at the top and the Jays who were always kind of on the periphery, but it's still a good division. It's it's better than most of the National League divisions, if not all the National League divisions. So. Any one of the teams in this league or in this division in the AL East, any one of those teams, if they get hot, could crack ninety. At all right. five. Of them. I don't know about Tampa. Like I just don't know if Tampa has it in. Well, yeah, Tampa. We'll talk about we'll talk about Tampa when it comes up. Tampa before um, Alex Cobb thing. I think I think Chris Davis for the Orioles is going to have a bounce back year. I think he's going to hit probably or went between twenty and thirty home runs this year and have a much better bounce back. Have a bounce back year after that awful uh, two thousand fourteen campaign he put up where he ruined everyone who drafted him in a fantasy league. Yeah, um, perhaps that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. And he still has a game to go on his suspension, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a game out of one sixty-two. So exactly, that's not, that's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and you know, Baltimore, like I said earlier, they've still got Buck Showalter, who you know is an excellent manager and has been pulling the right strings. Um, he does. Right after that, we got one of the more active teams in the off season, another AL East contender, the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, went out there. Team. Went out there and added Pablo Sandoval and Hanley Ramirez. They failed to re-sign John Lester, um, but added Rick Purcello. Um, they lost uh, Cespedes again, even though they only had him for half a season. So that they, I mean, they gave him up in the Porcello trade to Detroit. Um, they finished last four years ago, then won the World Series, and then fin- or three years ago, and then won the World Series, and then finished last last year. Did they go first again? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, there are a variety of reasons why I think this team's going to be particularly good. Um, uh, adding Sandoval and Ramirez is fine. Uh, you get Bogart back to the shortstop where he belongs. is good. I think Pedroia is going to have a bounce back here. If you look around the Diamonds, a pretty good team. Yeah, you don't have an ace, but nobody has more bullets in the chamber when it comes to prospects to fire off to go out and get somebody. Yeah, that's, th- that's this, exactly is, gonna do. this is a team. There, there's a two guys that are um, – going to be on the move at the trade deadline or before the trade deadline. And that's Johnny Cueto and uh, Cole, Cole, Hamels. Cole Hamels and the Red Sox. I'm betting we'll get one of those guys at least before. This you would think so, done. because again, they have just so many gosh darn bolts to fire in the chamber as far as, as prospects and guys that are uh, right around the corner. I don't think they're going to trade bets. I wouldn't trade bets to fire them, but there are other guys. Oh God, no. They could definitely do some things with the, the, the catcher if they want to do like they, they've, they've got, They've got some options here. Yeah, I mean, Ur- Urahara is going to start the season on the DL, but that's right. that's got short, like, 10-day, 14-day DL. Right. Stint written all over it. He'll right. be back before right. the end of April. And it's a hamstring thing, not an arm thing, so you can, uh, think yeah. you can feel a little better about that. Uh, the Red Sox right now, their odds, their numbers are 86.5 wins. The under is minus 125, and the over is 105. I love the over. What's the 86.5? 86.5. Love the over. Yeah. I, I like the over two. Paying the paying only paying the five dollar vig. That's going to yep. be one of the ones that I have as my shoe ends of the week. But oh, uh, okay. it's not not. Uh, but no, we'll get to my big ones. I got five that are my my super. The ones you put stars next to. Yeah, the ones I put stars next to. And this is one. This isn't one of the three I put a star next to. But this is one of uh, let's say the five that I put a star next to. Um, the Chicago Cubs. Right now, sit at eighty-two and a half 
Um, the under is minus 105. The over is minus 125. Even though you're paying a $25 vig, I love the over on 82.5 wins for the Chicago Cubs team. Even if they're let sitting me, Chris Bryant. Uh, yeah, and that's only going to be for a couple weeks. Yeah. Let me tell you about why I would consider the under. I don't know if I would bet the under, but one would think, at least from my perspective, that if anything goes wrong or there's anything that doesn't go quite according to plan, this is not going to be a team that goes out and patches holes by trading for the future in order to do it. This is instead going to be a team that says any anything we do this year is found money. Anything that happens this year is completely and totally found money. And I think that there are definitely some potential pitfalls to having just an entire roster filled with younger dudes. I understand they do have some veterans, like obviously Lester counts. And obviously Montero behind the plate is going to be a, a, a positive influence. And I got a few other guys that you could call veterans. And, and Rizzo is an awesome player. And Chris Bryant's an awesome player. And uh, Castro, obviously, we know is a major league ball player. I, and there, I know there's tons of talent in the system. And they, they went out and got Fowler as well. I just look at this and say there are some potential pitfalls. And I think that we might be a year early on the Cubs being great. Might they get to 83 wins? Yeah, I suppose that's that's obviously on the table. But I um, I wouldn't be necessarily rushing to bet the over on this. Um, I am, but only because of uh, like the thing that seals it for me is I think Joe Madden and his magic elixir is just going to have this team humming. That's a, that's a good point. He's really good at managing baseball teams. Regardless, but like I mean, obviously, stuff that needs to improve for them is their their three headed Cuban monster of uh, uh, oh god, Bi like Javier Baez needs to improve his plate discipline. Well, of course, dramatically. And he's not and he's not going to be their opening day, but I think that he's a guy no. you can live with that just because there's so much power. And who, I don't know what's the other guy's name, Jorge Soler or Soler. Yeah. How do you pronounce that last name? Soler. Soler. Yeah, Jorge Soler. He's going to be their starting right fielder. It seems they also added Dexter Fowler from the Astros, who's probably going to be their leadoff hitter. And I I've always liked Dexter Fowler. Um, the rotation is pretty good. I mean, they got Jason Hamill back after you know missing him for half a season and then they've still got they added Lester who's gonna be their ace and they've still got Arietta and Wood and Kendrick. So I don't know. Like I really like the idea. I just think Joel Madden's gonna have this team humming. But what I don't agree with is that the Chicago Cubs right now, and this is probably a public thing, but the Chicago Cubs right now, you can get the same odds for them to win the World Series as the Giants. Oh that's that's the, the gambling public. Um I I would still want to bet the Giants there, but that's true. yeah. You can get the Giants and the Cubs at six to one to win the World Series right now. Six to one, really? Six to one, yeah. You might have to pay a little bit of a fig depending on what website you're on, but either way, it I don't agree with the Cubs being six to one. That's got to be public. That's got to be the Cubs fans saying, you know, 106 years, year. <laughs> yeah, 106 years. This is what it no, finally if I were them, I'd be far more willing to say, okay, 2016, 2017, that's the year. Great job for you, Epstein. This is this is this is step one of the of the year being around the point. Yeah, so I have the Cubs over eighty two and a half at minus one hundred five as my as my fifth best bet. Okay, I think that you can make that's my final. I made I made a big ticket that I'll, I'll when when we're done I'll I'll, I'll like I made a big five team teaser ticket and I'll uh, mention the rest. Another member of that five team teaser ticket, and this is one of my Big, big three bets right here. The Chicago White Sox. 
Yeah, yeah that's a chance to be pretty gosh darn good team, doesn't it? It does. Um, but they are at 81 and a half. Uh, they are minus 130 on the over. And you can get the even odds at minus you, – you can get them the under at even odds. And I love the the under. Why? At 82 and a half? Well, I just love it because I'm getting even odds. Right. And here's here's why I would at least consider it. Um, obviously, they went out and made some additions in this offseason to bring in Jeff Samarja. Um, they, they brought in a few other guys. They, they, Melky Cabrera. Adam Melky Roche, Cabrera, obviously. David Robertson's probably yeah, going to be their closer. Yeah, Robertson as the closer is, is uh, obviously a, a pretty good option there. I don't think he's liked out by any stretch of the imagination. Good. Um, but Chris Sale, um, he's got a foot thing going on, which isn't yeah. as concerning as the arm thing, but people who watch baseball have been dreading for years the, oh man, when's Chris Sale going to get hurt? Because of the crazy way he throws. I'm not saying that delivery. Yeah, I'm not saying that he's going to get hurt by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, he's already battling some health issues. Um, and it's a really, really tough division. As we talk about more of the AL Central teams, it's going to be obvious how tough this division is. Because other than Minnesota, I think all the, the other four teams are all very good. Yes. And I think that that is going to, like, someone of those four teams are going to have over-unders in the 80s, and at least two of them probably aren't going to get there. So the, the White Sox could easily be the team that doesn't. Yes. Um, another reason I like the over, or sorry, the under, I like the under in this one, is there, there's a general, general rule that gamblers have for baseball anyway because of the 162-game sample size. And if you're going to do future bets, that if you think you're finding good value in an over somewhere, then you have to be finding good value in an under in the same division as well. And since I love the Tigers, Royals, Indians, I'm the I, Sox are the under team. Obviously. I think the Sox are my under team for this particular one. Now, I obviously I could be wrong. I think they've got a fantastic team. I think they're going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. They're going to be like, I don't know like uh, what's baseball called their version of league pass or whatever. I think they could easily be like, whatever baseball's equivalent of a league pass team extra, is. Extra innings. Extra innings, thank you. Extra, They're an extra innings team, I guess. Um, and another reason I don't like them is they, they've got a leap of full 10 games from last year in order to... That's a lot. In order to reach that over. And they were outscored by 100 runs last year. And I realized they added LaRoche, they added Cabrera, and they've still got Jose Abreu, who's still awesome. But I just feel like there's a lot of hurdles for the White Sox to jump. And, and the one thing about Cabrera is uh, the guy obviously brings it with the bat, but yeah, uh, there there can be left field adventures sometimes. And with LaRoche kind of locked in as your DH, or at least you're going to have one of Jose Abreu or Adam LaRoche as your DH every day, doesn't give you a lot of chance to have Melky be your DH. So, so what do you think over or under on? Eight? Oh, I'm going to go. I, I go with the under. I agree. I said some that was one I kind of circled beforehand as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another back to back. Uh, silver specials because I have this as my th- this is my my lock lock of the year I think I like it's just I don't see any way the Cincinnati Reds win more than 77 they've got to win 77 and a half the over is minus 105 the under is minus 125 I'm going to be paying the 125 fig on this or the $25 fig on this one because I like just I don't see any way the Reds in this division win more than seventy eight games. Yeah, uh, obviously one would think that Cueto may not longer be, may no longer be part of the team by the time uh, 
things really get going here. I think they had a few guys that had really nice years last year that may not be as good of players as their slash line might show. Uh, top Frazier. Um, and Billy Hamilton. Everything those two guys did last year was absolutely fluky. Right. Now, Hamilton, at the very least, you're like, okay, the reason why he's going to be a, a plus major league player is because of his tremendous speed. And you can you can understand why maybe he's not going to be as good as he was last year, but he's still going to bring things to the table. Um, but there are already some troublesome signs here. Homer Bailey is likely going to be on the DL at the start of the season. So that's kind of concerning. Um, there are definitely a few guys that you know, worry about here a little bit uh, Bottle outside can never of stay healthy Bottle can never stay healthy outside of Chapman who's tremendous like uh, who on the bullpen is, is really really good um, division is really is the division is really is good good, is good and getting better because if you look at you know the, the, the five teams up and down are they the worst team like they're not as good as the Cubs I don't think they're clearly not as good as St. Louis. They're not as good as Pittsburgh, and they're not as good as Milwaukee. So they're going to finish in last place. And if you're going to finish in last place in a division of five teams, what's the line again? Is it 76? 77 and a half. Oh yeah, that's a, a definitely the definitely the yeah. This is my 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 shoe in my my lock my my whatever. I love the under. Um, and you know, and they're going to trade Cueto mid season, like like. John, like if if I could place money on a bet, would will Johnny Cueto be ending the season in a Cincinnati Reds jersey? I would guess no. I think he's going to be and on trading him is a smart move. Yeah, oh, it absolutely is, and I think he's going to be on like the Red Sox or the Tigers or something midseason. They, yeah, they've already made their like they've already kind of said like when they traded Latos that all right, maybe this is going to be our year. So yeah, absolutely. And it's it was about dollars and cents with that as well, and. If uh, if it's about dollars and cents, then obviously keep that keeping Cueto around may not necessarily be the likely uh, be the likely outcome. So now um, a very polarizing team, um, a team that a lot of people think are going to have a pretty good year, Cleveland Indians. Now this line has the public has bet this one massively because the Cleveland Indians opened at eighty one and a half wins, mm-hmm. and it has now been bet up to eighty four and a half. Wow, full three wins. three wins jump. So right now, if you want to bet the Cleveland Indians, you get them at 84 and a half. The over is minus 105 and the under is minus 125. I wow. I like the over. I, I would I wouldn't bet the over at the minus 105, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick the over, because let's just look around the diamond of this particular team. You've got Gomes a catcher, good ball player. Santana at oh. first base, good ball player. Kipnis at second base. Might be in for a bounce back here. Good ball player. Right now, the shortstop position looks like it's a questionable, but Lindor is going to be playing short for these guys for more time than anyone else spends there. He's not going to be there yet, but he's going to be there most of the time, one would think. Uh, you've got Chisholm Hall at third base, who's fine, had a really nice year last year. You add Brandon Moss to the right field mix. you got Michael Bourne, who could be a bounce back guy in center, at the very least, could play defense there. And Brantley, who's an all-star in left. Like it's, it's a good team around the diamond. You look at the rotation – uh, Corey Kluber, Carrasco, Trevor Bowers looked decent in the spring. Uh, it's it's a good team, I think. Very good team. Um, Swisher's going to start the season on the DL. Um, we don't. He might be washed up. We don't. We don't know. But he's yeah. But problems. I don't think they necessarily even need anything out of him. Though. Yeah, that's true. But he's had problems with knees, like with an S. Right. Like um, Gavin. Well, I know. I get that that's an issue. But if you look at like, let's say you have. Um, Murphy play right field, and you have Moss your DH, or Santana's your DH, Moss playing first base. Uh, the, the, the Moss acquisition makes a lot of sense for them. 
I, I think that he's going to be fine. Uh, yeah. or, or I shouldn't say he's going to be fine, but I just think that anything they get from Swisher is found money. So they don't necessarily need him to be awesome. Yeah, they added Gavin Floyd in the offseason, which I thought was a tremendous signing for them just for what they need. He was a perfect fit. Unfortunately, he fractured his elbow in camp, and who knows when he'll be back. And just to give you an indication of how much rotation depth that they have, Josh Tomlin and Danny Salazar are going to start the season in AAA. Yeah, them. and both so, guys are major league pitchers. We'll yeah, they've got a power lineup. They've got a strong rotation. They've got a deep bullpen. Kluber and Brantley came out and, like, emerged as superstars last year. They've got a premier catcher who, you know, like, the, the type of catcher you'd never, ever want to trade. I can't imagine oh. who would ever want to do that. Certainly um, not for a guy you're going to wave in the next 18 months. Yeah, I, I, it's just nonsense. Who would ever do that? Yeah. Now, if you are going to knock the Cleveland Indians, the downside is – They've pretty much got essentially the same lineup that they had last year that was one of the worst defensive teams in baseball last year. They ranked 29th in defensive runs saved at a minus 75. So their bad defense essentially cost them 75 runs last year. And their user rating, their ultimate zone rating, was a minus 65. They ranked 30th in the major league. So they were dead last in the majors in in UZR. So... That's the downside to this particular Indians team, but I think they're going to score enough runs that it doesn't matter. I really like this Indian squad. If, right. I think that if you get Lindor at short, I think that they're going to improve there significantly. Yeah, they're not going to finish like dead last in, in no. the defensive run save, but I, I don't think they're going to improve it. Um, like They're not going to be in the top 15 or anything. But they I don't have to them. be. They don't have to be. I can see them finishing like 20th, which is you know like yeah. a 10-spot improvement and should be enough. Right, and if you look at that, like they won 85 games last year, if they can bump that up by a couple runs here or there, and they, they have Brandon Moss, and Kipnis bounces back a little bit, maybe Brantley's going to regress a little bit. Like he's, he's still, I think, a star, but I, maybe he's not as good as he was last year. Who cares? I think they'll be able to find a way to make up for that. Um, it, it's, it's a good team. It's a good team. Yeah. Um, next up, a not-so-great team, uh, the Colorado Rockies. Uh, minus 71.5. Um, I don't like this. is This is a complete stay away from me on this team, uh, just based on the the fake. Because minus seventy one and a half, I don't think they're going to be bad enough for you to bet the under, which is even money. And the over, you got to play minus one thirty on the fig to get the over. So I don't think it's worth it to. I think if you're betting the Diamondbacks under, yeah, uh, I I'd, I'd, I'd have a hard time betting both the Rockies and Diamondbacks under because they're so low and they're in the same position playing yeah. each other enough that if you were going to bet this I would bet the Rockies because I feel like the Rockies are better than the Diamondbacks they're a pretty talented team who just had a ton of injuries last year but they're not super talented that they can that they're going to win like 80 games or anything like that but could they win 73 74 75 games I think they could so if you were going sure. to take the over but because it's minus 130 I would just completely stay away from the Colorado Rockies in terms of betting probably a good decision so after that, we've got the Detroit Tigers, 84 and a half. You get minus 115 VIG on the over and the under. Yeah. Um, man, this is uh, like just who the hell knows what they're going to get. I mean, they lost Max Scherzer. The rotation was still pretty good last year to fight despite Verlander's struggles. Verlander hasn't looked like he, like people have been waiting for a couple of years now for him to get it back. He's got this new tricep injury. He hasn't looked good in the 
spring training. He's just got too many miles on that arm. I, I just, I think we've seen the best of Justin Verlander. And I, unfortunately, I don't think he'll see it back. I think we have two, and it's too bad because he was super fun to watch. Oh God, so much fun! Like yeah. there was, there was during like 2011, every Verlander start had the potential to be like a no hitter or a perfect game. Yeah, I was at his, I was at uh, his last start of the year that year against uh, Baltimore. They didn't win, but he was going for 25 wins. Uh, that was crazy. Oh. Um, yeah, it's excellent. Um, quick, couple quick things on the Tigers. Uh, obviously, I think they're going to be able to score some runs. I think they're going to improve defensively. You got Dose out in center field which at, at the very least, you know that he'll be able to improve you defensively and, and make up for some of the fact that neither Martinez nor Cespedes are particularly great defensive players as far as the range they cover. Cespedes obviously has a great arm. Uh, Cabrera is still Cabrera for now, at least, and Kinsley's nice. And getting Iglesias back after he was hurt last year will be nice. So there's there's some reasons to, to like this team. Uh, obviously, the, the bullpen... Um, is still an issue. <laughs> the fifth year of this uh, being an issue is ludicrous. It feels like it's the tenth. Yeah. Well, because they've made so many deep playoff did. runs and had two or three potential World Series championship teams go down because they're uh, terrible bullpens because they needed their pitcher. It's it's the reason Verlander his arm is about to fall off because he had to pitch like into the ninth inning every time they couldn't yeah. get it done. But you know they do have Price, so that counteracts what they had with Scherzer last year. Is Price is going to be in there now? Uh, Annabelle Sanchez, obviously pretty good. And as a four or five, Alfredo Simon and Shane Green is nothing that's uh, all that bad. So you can you can find a way to make that work. So I I, I think that what's the what's the number again? I kind of like the over here. I think that eighty four and a half. Yeah, I can, I think the people kind of writing off the demise of the Detroit Tigers are doing. A little oh yeah, yeah. The, the, their demise is what, what's that old saying? Their their demise has been greatly exaggerated. Greatly exaggerated. Yes, I like they're, they're I, I I think this team at the end of these. When it's all said and done, I'm probably going to have them as a wild card team. Um, they added uh, Cespedes. We talked about that. I'm a little worried about Melky or Melky Miguel Cabrera's health, but I I still think he'll be fine. Um, just a quick sidebar here. Um, who's going to hit more? Which trio do you think will hit more home runs? Donaldson, Batista, and Encarnacion, or Cabrera, Cespedes, and uh, Martinez? The Blue Jays one. You think the Blue Jays one? I think so too, but it'll probably be close. And probably the Rogers Center gives them the uh, the edge in that one. Um, yeah, so I like I like if you're gonna bet the Tigers, take the over. I mean, you get in the same odds on the over or the under, but I like I, they're probably 88, 89 wins this team. Um, next up, a team that is probably not 88 or 89 wins, but are gonna be winning a few. Um, the Houston Astros. Yeah, this is one of my favorite ones. I uh, you know what? I don't even know what the line is. Again, I, I, I'm just sort of hearing these as you give them to me. I did a cursory look. But whatever it is, I'm probably betting the over. Unfortunately, because... I would love the over. The reason the Houston Astros are a stay away. Right now they're at 75 and a half, which just looking at that number, that is a juicy, juicy over bet. The problem is you have to pay minus 140 for the over right now. Oh, That's only five games more than they won last year. And this team is obviously better than last year. Yeah. Now the under, you can get plus 110. But I think this team, like this Stroh's team is going to be feisty this year, and they're it's, definitely yeah. going to win more than 76 games. I agree. It's a, now, this might be the toughest division in the sport. Yes. Uh, Texas, I don't think it's particularly good, but they'll be better. Houston will be better. The Mariners are going to be better. Uh, the Angels have Mike Trout on their team, so that seems like it's pretty good. And the A's are always good no matter what they do. So I, I understand the A's lost a bunch of guys, but good stuff happens for the A's all the time. 
hopefully George Springer, I, I'm picking Springer to make the leap this year, the quote-unquote leap. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a pretty good public. Just needs to strike out less. I mean, he's not like Javier Baez bad in terms of the strikeouts, but just needs to improve. They added Evan Gaddis. They added Dan Straley. They added Roberto Hernandez. They added Colby Rasmus. Championship. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rasmus might be okay as, uh, based on what they're going to ask him to do. I understand Marisnik's probably going to be a yeah. decent fielder. Another former Blue Jays guy. Um, but I, I have no signing with that uh, that problem, that Rasmus signing. Here's the thing. It could easily be some fan money for you. If, if, let's just say they are a 75-76 team somewhere in there. And Rasmus is showing some power by the deadline. He looks like he's somewhat engaged. Like They're going to be able to get something for him. Like Someone will trade something for Colby Rasmus. So. Yeah, it's just as long as his dad stays off Twitter. Yeah. Um, it, it just like If you think about it for the Houston Astros, though, their five best players, Altuve, Springer, Keuchel, Carter, and McHugh, they are all under 28 years old. And they yep. still have their number one picks, Carlos Carrera and Mark. Is it Appel or Apple? I'm not sure. Appel. They got Mark Appel coming. They got Correa coming. Yeah. And they have the, they have two top three picks this year as well. Yeah. They get the exact draft order, but they get they because Brady Aiken went back into the draft. They get the first pick again. It's uh, it's, it's it's fun times all the way around for the Houston Astros. Yeah, they're coming hot. Um, next up, last year's American League champions. The Kansas City Royals, and this is going to be one of my – this is my third one. Unfortunately, you cannot get the same odds that I bet when it currently happened. Oh, no, yeah, you still can. But okay. the Kansas City Royals, this is my this is my other three. This is going to go along with my Cincinnati Reds and my Chicago White Sox pick. This was my three-team teaser, or the third part of my three-team teaser. The Kansas City Royals, 80 and a half. The under is minus 105. The over is minus 125. I love, love, oh. love the over at minus 125. Oh, uh, so like they're saying that the Royals are nine games worse because they lost Shields and that's it. Yeah, and like I and they went out and got Rios. We would get like maybe okay. Like we don't know exactly what's gonna happen with Rios, but they go out and get Rios. They go out and get Morales. Um. Again, I don't think that those were necessarily great signings, but they went and got guys. They went out and get as Wolkes as well. I just, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, um, there's, there's something to like about that. Now, the bad things, the, the thing you would point to if you really think that the Royals are going to regress, like they lost James Shields, they lost Aoki, who was a really good leadoff hitter for them. They lost Billy Butler, who was their main power producer. Yeah, for, well, for a team that ranked dead had last. no power. Yeah, it had no power. That ranked dead last in home runs last year. They only had 95. They brought in Edison Volquez, who's 31 years old now, to replace Shields. Um, he was great last year with Pittsburgh, but uh, three Pittsburgh's years. has been the fountain of pitching. Recently, yeah. And the three years before that, though, with the Padres, he was one of the worst pitchers in baseball. Um Last year, and this is one thing people don't realize, last year they actually finished below 500 in one-run games with that in tremendous bullpen, and they still won 89 games. That right. bullpen is still back. This Royals team only has to play six-inning games because of Herrera, Davis, and Holland. That and, might regress a little bit. Like, it's still going to be probably the best like, yeah. headed monster that you can put out there of a bullpen. They may not be as great as they were last year because it's hard to ask two or three guys to be that good two years in a row. Yeah. But it's still pretty awesome even if they're, they regress a little bit. Yeah, but you have to. Even if they regress, they're still going to be fantastic. Um, and who knows? Maybe Dan. Maybe this year, Danny Duffy finally stays healthy. Like he's always had the stuff. He just can't stay on the mound. And 
maybe this is the year he is. And here is an interesting fact. I think you'll love this one. I, I, I found this one on the internet. I don't, I don't, I should have wrote, written down who was responsible for it. But last year, Salvador Perez set the single season record for the most innings played by a catcher in a single year. Oh, he played 1,389 and two thirds of an innings. That is a lot. Now that's that that's, feels like something you probably shouldn't do. Yeah, that's that broke a record set by Darren Dalton of the Philadelphia Phillies in 1993, who played 1384 and a third. So he was five and a third more than Darren Dalton, and Darren Dalton would have added to that record if not for a certain walk-off home run that was hit by a particular person That's in true. 1993. It would have gone a little bit further. Dalton, at least, at it, there would have been at least nine more innings there. Yep, Dalton would have added nine more innings to that one. Yeah. So if that not more. Yep. So that was uh, pretty crazy. Um, but I love, love, love the over on 80.5 for the Kansas City Royals at minus 125. Yeah. I think so at the end of the day, my big three-team teaser, if anybody wants it, you get the you get even odds on the White Sox at under 82 and a half over on the Royals at minus 125 for 80 and a half and under on the Reds at minus 115 for 77 and a half. That's, yeah, that, that's my that. favorite three team teaser as far as baseball goes. Uh, moving on, we have the Los Angeles angels. They are currently 88 and a half. The over is getting even odds and the under is getting minus 130. I kind of like the uh, the under here, to be honest. 88 and a half is a lot. Yes. I, I know they went out and they got Matt Joyce, who's a nice addition. Um, obviously, there are some uh, questions about Josh Hamilton. Yeah, he's, he's gone more or less. I mean, do you think he's playing this year? I have no idea, uh, but it's pound money if he does. Yeah. Uh, I, and pound money if he plays and plays well. Like, both those things have to happen. Mm-hmm. I understand they got a nice rotation. We'll see what happens with. Uh, they can't Rangers. stay healthy yeah. though. That's the thing. Yeah, that, like, that yeah, worked... neat thing. But Weaver is obviously tremendous. Wilson, whatever. Shoemaker's pretty good, and San Diego's a fine five. Um, and the, the bullpen was a little bit of a problem last year. Maybe they figured it out. Hopefully, for their well, day. they're they're going with Houston Street. They have a full season of Houston Street as yeah. their closer this year, and him over Fieri, I'm, you got to feel is worth like two or three wins to the team. <laughs> how many, I think so. Yeah, because like how many games did they lose last he, year? Fieri, he wrecked some games for them, yes. Yeah, ruined some games. And at the end of the day, they've still got the best player in the, main, in the game right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mike Trout. Um, I still, I still want to go with the under here. I just feel like a whole lot of stuff needs to go right if you're going to win 89 yep. to 90 ball games, even if you have Mike Trout on your team already. Um, a whole lot of stuff needs to go right beyond just Mike Trout, and I just don't know if I, I look around the diamond here. I don't know how much of that stuff is going to go right. So, if I had to bet, I would bet the under, but I don't like paying that minus one thirty fig on this particular one. So it feels like a stay away for me. But I agree with you. If I were to bet, I would bet the under. Yeah, um, that's the right thing to do. The other LA, the other LA team, the Los Angeles Dodgers, at a Meaty, meaty, 92 and a half wins is their over-under. You get minus 105 wow. to bet the over and minus 125 to bet the under. A, it's a really good baseball team, though. Yes, very good. I, I, like, I mean, they lost Matt Kemp, they lost D. Gordon, they lost Hanley Ramirez. They added Jimmy Rollins and Howie Kendrick, so they clearly traded offense for defense because – 
like we talked about how bad Cleveland was last year. Um, the Dodgers were just as bad. Uh, I think Hanley Ramirez, who is not going to be playing shortstop for the – is Ramirez playing shortstop for the Red Sox? I thought they were talking about moving – He's going to play left field. He's going to play left field, right? Because, yeah. like, he was the worst defensive shortstop in baseball last year. Um, right. D. Gordon – Collins isn't what he used to be able to be better than that. No. Um, yeah, like, if you look at – if you want to get super geeky here, D. Uh, D Gordon's defensive runs against replacement or his D. War was <laughs> minus 103. So, in the field last year – D. Gordon was negative win value below, for his team. Below replacement, yes. Yeah, and Howie Kendrick was worth like a win and a half. So that's yeah. a pretty significant upgrade. The downside is Ramirez and Kemp hit a combined 285 last year and combined for 160 RBI. So they got to find a way to replace that, which they should have no problem doing because there are a lot of good ball players on this team. Yep, and they've got one of the probably the set. Would you say second best rotation in baseball? I, I'd have a, like I can understand an argument to say it's the best. I I, just, I think Washington's got the best, but it, it, we'll talk about that. we'll talk about Washington when we get to Washington. We'll talk about that when we get to. But, but it's it, that's the but argument. one one of these teams yeah. has Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, that's that's the argument though. Is, <laughs> is the, the Dodgers and the the Washington. Um. And Granky, obviously, and, and McCarthy's a nice addition. He'll, oh, I think goodness. he'll be very good in that big ballpark. Um, get him the hell out of Arizona, where he was struggled, and then he got in, he went into New York and pitched better than he did elsewhere. So that's an unusual combo. Yeah, it's, that's really weird. That was McCarthy's that was him pitch. putting everything on the line though when he was playing for the Yankees. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't particularly like either side of the Dodgers. I mean, I I think they're going to win a buttload of games. I mean, I guess I. Man, I think they're my World Series bet if I had to bet right now. Yeah, mine too. I, I didn't want to say we're, we're spoiler alert and yeah. a little bit, but this is my World Series team. Um, 105, minus 105 in the over. If you're going to bet it, bet the over. It's only minus sure. 105. Go ahead and take it. I mean, I'm going to stay away from it, but if you if you feel like if you're one of those compulsive types that simply has to gamble, ah, the over. Yeah, I'd, I'd go the same way. I just think that they're just really awesome everywhere. And I know that, again, Rollins is what he used to be. Kendrick is obviously tremendous, though. Um, and we haven't talked about Puig yet, but he's basically my favorite player to watch because oh, he's yes. so awesome, so and he, good. And he pisses off the old school guys with a Oh, yeah. Ass it's so good. It's so my favorite. Like, see, like, doing this, this search on Puig's name and finding, like, the, the, the staunchy baseball writers. The Buster Ollies and whatnot. Of the, yeah, who are like, well, yes, yo, Puig, how dare he act like this? F you. He can act whoever he wants. Um, he's, he's great. And the, here's the other thing about this is the, the biggest offseason move that the Dodgers made, and there were a lot of big offseason moves, but they went out and got Andrew Friedman. And Andrew Friedman ran an awesome baseball organization in Tampa Bay. So now you're taking the genius of Andrew Friedman saying, oh, yeah, by the way, you can spend $200 million if you feel you need to. Yeah. It's a good combo, I think, for the Dodgers. Yeah, and they've they've got uh, the best pitcher in baseball. So, or That's one good. Of, well, one of the best pitchers. I the, I argu- think, the argument is him or King Felix. Um, I think that Kershaw's the best guy. But it's probably Kershaw, yeah. Yeah. And they got a like like I said, Puig is great, and they got some they got prospects on the way too. That's that's the yeah, other that's crazy the scary thing. thing they got yeah. a nice little farm system here, so it's a it's a good time to be a Dodger fan. Oh yeah, um, Corey Seager is is coming, and oh, he yeah. has a chance to be awesome. Jock Peterson likely going to be there. I think he's going to be their center fielder opening day. I haven't seen obviously their official lineup yet, but I, I, I see that I see like that's the likely outcome. Things yeah, are going pretty well. They hadn't settled it, but they were uh, leaning towards him. 
as their starting right. center field. Which they should be. Yes. Uh, next up, the Miami Marlins, 82 and a half. The over is minus 125. The under is minus 105. Um, over. Yeah, I like the over too. I'll I'm not gonna. Why. I'm not gonna bet it. I mean, uh, I, go ahead. I, sus- I suspect uh, the under is coming. I know I like the under on the Braves. I know I like the under on basically everyone in the AL East. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Washington when we get there. But I think that the, the Marlins are gonna be the team that are in the NL East. Excuse me. That are that are, that are really good. Uh, there's a lot of things to like about this team. They went out and go get Latos. That's pretty good. Uh, Jared Kosar, they get a full season out of him. I understand that he's got... Assuming he isn't suspended. For, assuming, <laughs> assuming he's not suspended, but for, we can talk about that later. Uh, Yelich, obviously, a nice, play, a, a nice piece in left field, obviously. Um, they, they don't get D. Gordon to play second base. Mike Morris playing first base, which is a spot where he belongs. I don't think he should be in the outfield necessarily. They, they've, they've got some, some good players. And Oh, yeah, by the way, Gene Carlos Stanton's on this team. So there's a lot to like about what's going on with the Marlins. And uh, I know that Fernandez is opening the season on the DL, but there's a lot to like about this team. Yeah, they've got the classic speed at the top, power in the middle of your lineup. Like they've got D. Gordon and Christian Yelich uh, hitting one-two, and then you bring in Stanton and Morris to just knock the crap out of the ball. Uh, the, the downside Stanton is Stanton is so good. Oh god, oh, he's so awesome. Stanton and Fernandez are coming off of major injuries. He's, he might be the like you, you talked about the the extra innings team, or whatever. He might be the extra innings guy where yes. if you're kind of like just scrolling through the internet and you're like, oh, he's up soon. Like he's the guy that like I flip the channel for. I'm like, I better yeah. watch Stanton to see him, what he does just in case something. Him, awesome Trout, and McCutcheon. I yeah. have specifically um, my my score app. Uh, shout out to the score app, the greatest sports app in existence right now. They beat me every time those guys are coming up, and so I know to flick to yeah. those particular dudes well, just to watch their at bats. Like, and, and the thing with like a Trout and McCutcheon are obviously awesome, but Stanton obviously has that potential of maybe this, maybe he's going to hit the ball 500 feet. I guess we'll see. Yes, uh, it's just it's it's so cool to watch. He's and great. like there was the one time he hit that line drive that was a home run. I think I can't remember if he did that last year or two years ago, but he hit like a screaming line drive that was so fast. It made it, it like just made it over the fence, but it made it over the fence. And it was a ball that literally just, Oh my God, I wish I yeah. knew the name <laughs> of it. So I could YouTube it for people, but like just, he, he basically hit the world's fastest home run. Right. Yeah. With you blink, like, Oh, okay. The ball's gone. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, Ichiro, uh, part of the Miami Marlins. Yeah. He's going to be coming off the bench for them. Uh, yep. which I, I love that gives him a veteran presence and Ichiro still got a little left in the tank. Um, so I like him in a bench role for this. Particular. I think if, if you hit him in situations where he's, he's going to excel, you just got to be smart about how you do it. Love the rotation. Uh, love the fact that Dan Heron is their fifth best pitcher. I mean, right. he's going to be hit in the four till Fernandez gets back. Hopefully Fernandez gets back. Cause he was another dude. I just loved watching play baseball and uh, hopefully Jared Coastard gets this gambling thing figured out. Um, <laughs> And Henderson Alvarez is obviously pretty good. Uh, yeah. Now, if you look at what they've got around the diamond or from the – that's directly as an impact from the, the the massive trade with the Blue Jays. A piece of Latos, but not a big one. Hetcheveria is obviously part of it. And uh, half Alvarez, half of Cosart because Marisnik went over there. So there there are some pieces of that trade. And Jeff Mathis is still their backup catcher. So there are some pieces of that trade that uh, that linger here. Speaking of catchers for this particular team, if they if they want to go from good to great, um, Salta Lamakia has got to have a bounce back year for them. He was ferocious last year. 
Um, he was, you know, he, he had he's had good. Jared Saltzalamaki stat line, uh, stat line rather, as you. Uh, yeah, he talked about it. I just he he I I should have written it down. He did not. I just remember him being really really bad. I just think he, he's got to have a bounce back year from last year. Like when we know what's in there because uh, he's had good years with the. Uh, hit two twenty. Oh, God. Uh, on base percentage of uh, 320, slugging percentage of uh, 362 for a uh, whopping 681 OPS. Ew, that's that's, yeah. that's he, not what you want. No, he's got to have a bounce back here. And what, like, what, what did he do his last year in in Boston? 273, 338, and 466 for an 804 OPS. If they get that out of Salta Lamakia this year, they're in a good way. Yeah, then then. You can go ahead and feel good about your over on the Miami right. Marlins. The two seventy three uh, kind of feels like an outlier if you if you look at the rest of his career. Like he's a career two forty something hitter. Yeah. Um, Which is what they. So if they, they, if, they if, yeah, if they get if they get two forty five out of him with uh, his career seven twenty nine OPS, sure. Yeah, you know? they need they need an average season, an average Jared Saltzalamakia season for them yeah. to go from good to great. I think. You just can't have him like being an automatic out. Yes. Close to an automatic out. So yeah. Yeah, you already have one automatic out in your lineup if you're a National League team with a pitcher. You don't need two. Exactly. So next up, the National League uh, version of the Toronto Blue Jays last year, Milwaukee Brewers. Came out yeah. hot. Came out hot out of the gate. Went 20-7. and seven. They were a game up in the division, I think, when they started the All-Star break and fell off in July and August. Pretty Or in August and September, pretty much... Uh, Mirror image of the Toronto Blue Jays season last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Jays were July and August, and they were great in September. Yeah, um, yeah. It's um, what what's the line on them again? They are right now eighty or sorry seventy eight and a half, and you can get the over and the under both at minus one fifteen. It's probably the over. Yeah, uh, it's a tough you don't division. Them, you don't see them. It's a tough division, but you don't see them being kind of right right in the middle of the division, right around five hundred. Like they're, well, I guess maybe they're not in the middle of the division because I don't think they're as good as well. I don't maybe think was, the Cubs are about the same. I don't think they're as good as yeah. Pittsburgh. I don't think they're as good as St. Louis. So maybe maybe five hundred is wrong. So yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Maybe that's a, that's probably a stay away. But um, uh, I I think it's a stay away. If you're gonna bet anything, I'd bet the under because I got to go back to the to the rule of if I um, if I'm finding good value in an over, which I think I am in the Chicago Cubs this year, I can't in good conscience believe that the brewers are going to win 79 or more that said i don't love the under paying i don't love paying minus 115 for something i'm not particularly certain about um brewers also have a really bad rotation like they don't have a starter who reached 200 innings last year they don't really have an ace kyle lose who's 36 years old is going to be their opening day starter oh god they're playing the Uh, pirates the cardinals and the cubs like yeah, but if you look around the, the the offensive positions, I, Ramirez obviously isn't what he used to be, but whatever. Uh, Lucroy is tremendous. Uh, Adam Lind, if you use him properly, is fine. Just don't let him yep. get it. And first base was a dearth for them last year, so they're hoping he can he can do yeah. his and Carlos Gomez thing. obviously is a superstar, and Ryan Braun is obviously Ryan Braun. So there yep. there are things to like. I don't see any reason Gomez and Lucroy can't be all stars again. No, no. So. Uh, there, there are some good players here, but you're, you're right. It's, it's going to be right around that number because the other team is probably going to score a lot of runs here. Yeah, Ramirez and or like Aramis Ramirez and K. Riss Davis. K. Riss. <laughs> yeah, they can they can both swing it. So uh, yeah, like I like this Brewers team. I think they're going to be a fun a fun team to watch. Like like when you know for the, over the last few years, I think 
Christmas for coming to town. You were kind of like, a, yeah, who wants to watch this team? But, you know, they, they, this is going to be a fun lineup with, you know, Braun and Gomes and Lucroy and Ramirez and Davis. So I just, their rotation's awful for me. So I, I don't think yeah, I that's, that's, I a, that's a reasonable uh, decision to bet the under there. Uh, who do we got next? We got to hurry up here. We're, we're, we're taking off all the people's time. All right. Uh, Minnesota Twins, 72 and a half. The over is minus 130, and the even, you can get even odds for the under. Uh, the under is the bet because the division's really good, and it's a young team, and the guys they went out and got, i.e. Torrey Hunter. I don't know. I don't think Torrey Hunter helps this particular team. Uh, Kenny's Vargas, I think, is going to turn into a little bit of a pumpkin here. He might uh, be starting in AAA. They've talked about that. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be interesting after the uh, great second half he had last year. Yeah. Uh, Phil Hughes is fine, but I don't know if he should be your best pitcher. I know they went out and got... Urban Santana, but yeah, whatever. Other than him and, and and Hughes, the the rotation is bad, and who knows if Urban Santana can pitch in the American League, right? Nolasco well, is still terrible. Yeah, Nolasco is still terrible. Uh, no way around that. Um, or at least he's supposed to be. Um, yeah, and it, it's just you, you look at the team and you're like, how's this team going to win a whole lot of games? I just I just don't see it happening. And in that division, you got to take the under of that team. It's just not good enough to compete. I don't think. They fired Ron Gardenhire and they hired the 1993 World Series MVP Paul Muller. That was probably their their best uh, offseason acquisition. Um, if you're going to bet the Twins, go ahead and take even odds on the under at 72 and a half. Yeah, probably good like to me. Uh, the New York Mets, 81 and a half. You can get even on the under, and you can get minus 130 on the over. Um, Zach Wheeler's headed for Tommy John. Uh, That's not good. No. Um, they had the best relief pitcher in baseball last year, Josh Edrin. He's also headed for – or he had Tommy John as well in the spring. Matt Harvey's coming back from an injury. Um, I mean, they've got rotation depth. Uh, well, like Harvey, DeGrom, and Cologne are still pretty good. Um, Syndergaard and Stephen Martz are sitting there. Waiting. Waiting. Yeah, and there's there's a couple things to like about this team. Yeah. I, I don't think enough. Like, what, what, I don't think they're going to win 80 something games. So. I, I I I think they will. I think they can get over 81, and I I think they can get to 82. If, if you're going to bet them, bet the over. I think on the minus 130, but only because they're going to be playing Atlanta and Philadelphia a whole bunch. Yeah, I guess those teams are bad. I just think that they're the third place team in this division. Yeah, they very well could be. Um, yeah, and the lineup, Curtis Granderson. I mean, they they signed Kevin Long, who was you know the Yankee. The Yankees fired. He was their scapegoat. The Yankees fired him, and the Mets scooped him up. And he was the hitting coach when Granderson had all those forty home run seasons. But you know, I don't love this Mets team. They're just, just too many guys with elbow injuries. Yeah, there's a lot of like, if that goes well, like th- th- their best thing should be finding a way to not allow the other team to score runs. And even that, you're kind of hoping for some stuff. So I, I just don't think this team's particularly good. Uh, the other New York team, the New York Yankees, you can get minus 115 from both the over and the under on 81 and a half. And this is the Yankees team that's going to try to end their longest playoff drought since 1993. Really? Yeah. 19- yeah, I guess two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a Rod's well. back first year. It's the, the, it's officially Alex Rodriguez's team now that Derek Jeter is retired. I'll tell you one thing: they've improved at shortstop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, they absolutely have improved at shortstop. By the way, um, I still don't think this team is that good. They'll think, score runs because of their stupid ballpark, which shouldn't even be allowed. Yeah. But I don't think this team's very good. This is the most high risk, high reward team in major league baseball this year like like they could 
they could win 65 games. They could win 90 games, I think, in this division. Because, like, they who win, knows? I, I just, I just, what has to go right for the Yankees to win 90 games? There's a lot of stuff that's already a, a question. Their rotation, like, their ro- like their rotation. You look at their rotation. Tanaka has looked good in spring training, but yeah. his arm could fall off at any second. CC Sabathia has purposely put his weight back on. All that weight that he lost, he's purposely put back on because he thinks it's going to give him his power back. He hasn't pitched well for a couple of years, and he's battling a knee injury. Pineda, he was, if you look at the, he only had 13 starts last year before he went down with the shoulder injury, but in his 13 starts, he was, his ERA was 189, and his whip was 83. Oh, yeah, he had a nice, uh, he's good. But how much of that was stay out there? Yeah, how much of that was due to him doctoring the ball? So it's like, if Tanaka, if you get a full season of Tanaka, Sabathia, and Pineda, yeah, and Capuano has maybe. Has I mean, McCannon there. McCann and, and Carlos Beltran have to have a. I think Beltran might be done. I suppose we're going to see might about be, that. Yeah. I don't think that Garrett, bringing Garrett Jones is going to help anybody. You have no idea what the hell you're going to get out of Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, is Gregorius. Yeah, like I don't know. I just there's to me a whole lot. Like there are way more question marks on this team than there should be. It's um, it's the most ultimate boomer bust team that I can even think of. Like, yeah, I just well, I, I just don't even know where the boom is. Like, where is that coming from? Like, they, they they could have a nice outfield, I guess. But if you look around the infield, like, I don't know. Chase Headley's a nice ball player, I suppose. I just I I, I I've got some questions. I I I think a lot of stuff would have to go right for this team to win yeah. baseball. A tough lot division of too, like really yeah. tough division. Um, well, yeah, you, you, there's no, uh, there's no pushovers. Go on, they've got a really deep bullpen. I mean, like Patances and Miller haven't looked good in spring training, but you assume they get the rest together before the season starts. You add them to Carpenter, Warren, and Shreve, and you know, they're, that's, and they're going to be, they might be relying on those guys a lot if Tanaka and the rest of the guys can't stay healthy. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't. I, I, to me, that's, I, I would hammer the under. Uh, Oakland Athletics, uh, oh, yeah, them. 81 and a half. You can get the over at minus 125 and the under at minus 105. Uh, they lost Donaldson, Norris, Cespedes, and Brandon Moss, and therefore they lost all of their power. Right. I don't know but where they, they went get out. Home, run from, home runs from. I don't know, especially in that silly ballpark. Um, I guess they hope for a bounce back from Reddick. I suppose, like, yep. Sobris is obviously someone they are going to be Lurie hoping figures for. it out. Brett, Brett Laurie's got uh, four home runs in the last uh, four days, I think. Yeah, um, he might, might might be his year. In as Oakland. we've talked about on this very podcast before, Brett yep. Laurie going to Oakland and becoming awesome is a very Jays-ish and Oakland-ish thing to happen. Yeah. Um, um, fact, obviously, the rotation's awesome. Yeah, oh yeah. I understand it's young, but you've got Sonny Gray and Scott Casimir pretty good. Kendall Graveman has some sort of absurd ERA in the spring. And I know that Kendall Graveman doesn't have great stuff, but pitchers like Kendall Graveman have success in Oakland. Yeah. It's just a regular occurrence. That Justin Bond kid looks phenomenal. Right. Too. His he looks is like incredible. it's a never-ending fountain of pitching. And you look at Jared Parker. He uh, could be coming back in the middle of the year. Uh, A.J. Griffin is someone that might be coming back. I know that they're bullpen. There's, there's a couple things. But, well, what's going to happen here uh, with Doolittle being hurt? But I think that uh, – I think, I think they're going to let Clippard close. Tyler Clippard is going to start as their – Yeah, and that's closer. fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And you look, there's some of the spots like, oh, they believe in Marcus Seaman a little bit too much. Uh, he's obviously the guy they got from the, the White Sox in the deal for, for Samarja. Or, uh, you know, is Stephen Vogt going to be able to do that again? Uh, you know, it's just whenever Oakland does stuff like this, it works, you know. And maybe it's not going to work this time. I just don't want to be the one who loses money because it doesn't work. Like 81's low, I think they hit the over. Love, love, love the over at 81.5 at minus 125. Hammer it. 
Um, Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> just uh, uh, I don't even care what the number you're about to say. Under. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia minus sixty-seven and a half. Of uh, sixty-seven and a half. Really? That's what it is. Sixty-seven and a half. You can get uh, minus one fifteen and minus the, the betting for public. Both the over and the under. The betting public thinks the Phillies are going to lose nearly hundred games. Yeah. Cliff Lee is yeah, maybe they're right. Career's probably over. It's not going well for Cliff Lee. Uh, Jonathan uh, Papelbon is going to be traded at some point if they become more flexible. They've right. got to trade Cole Hamels. This is clearly their time for look them at the, to start. Look at the rotation beyond Cole Hamels for a second. Oh well, I'm just gonna this. The, I wrote this down. Let me let me let me do this for, yeah. for you. This this will likely be their rotation once they trade Cole Hamels at or near the deadline. Aaron Harang, okay. not good. Chad Billingsley. Oh man. David Buchanan, <laughs> Jerome Williams, and Kevin Slowey. Oh wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of replacement level or worse there. Yeah, that is just brutal. S- brutal. I it's sixty seven and a half. It's a scary number, but if you're gonna bet the Philadelphia Phillies, just take the under and hold, just hold your nose and take the under. Where on the diamond are they gonna be better than Africa? anybody? I don't know. Just like Chase Utley, I guess. Like how long is Chase Utley gonna be playing for the Phillies for? Oh, he's another guy they could move. Like, can't you say? see Utley on the New York Yankees or or the or the sure. Tigers or somebody halfway through Other, the season? Like, like any team with a hole at second yeah. base. I don't Phillies, know. Like, they should it's just they should make four or five trades midseason this year. Oh, they really should. They should just. Oh, this is like the people of Philadelphia don't deserve to have both this team and the 76ers. And and people of Philadelphia and, don't deserve good things to happen for them. No, and, and they don't. And the Phillies and seventy six simultaneously either. Right? Yeah, it's 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 not going well there. Um, the, the Philly, the people of Philadelphia, like they don't have a lot of karma coming their way. But even having both this Sixers team and this Phillies team operating at the same time is a little too much. Yeah. Oh God, it's not fair. Brutal. Anyway, um, Pittsburgh Pirates, eighty four and a half. You can get the over at minus 125 and the under at 105. Um, they pretty much got the same team they had last year with the possible exception of losing their catcher, Russell Martin, who is now at the Toronto Blue Jays. That might be a thing. Remember when we were talking about Pittsburgh being the fountain of pitching the last few years? Yeah. Yeah. Again, they've got, they've got some guys on their staff, obviously, know what they're doing. But uh, is, is Russell Martin the reason why? That being said, Francisco Cervelli is is ser- very serviceable, very yeah. serviceable. Francisco Cervelli, um, we're definitely going to find out if Russell Martin, had, like how responsible he was for the rotation success over the last couple of years. Right. Uh, Lariano and Burnett are going to have to remain injury free in order to stabilize out that rotation. Garrett um, Cole's got to continue to improve, which he yeah. should. Garrett Cole looks like he's going to be good, they've, and they've got guys coming too. They're another team with those that, that has guys coming. Yeah, and they've got my favorite player in all of baseball right now, Andrew McCutcheon. Also, my favorite player in all of baseball. Oh, God. Everything about him. We should awesome. actually uh, – we'll talk about this later, but we should probably go to Pittsburgh this year just because, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, not that far a drive, yeah. and it's an awesome ballpark, and they have that awesome player. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Uh, they won 88 games last year. Um, if you're betting it, love the over. Minus 125 on 84 and a half. Um, now the busiest team in the offseason, the San Diego Padres. Uh, you can get minus 115 on both the over and the under at 84 and a half wins. They added Justin Upton, Will Myers, Derek Norris, and Matt Kemp. They also added James Shields, uh, oh, yeah. Yangura Solarte, Will Middlebrooks. Let me ask you this. How many people would have predicted the day that one of the most contentious trades in Major League history is made, the James Shields for Will Myers trade? And I know there was more pieces to it. How many people would have predicted that two years from now those guys are going to be on the same team <laughs> and neither of them play for Kansas City 
Four, for Tampa Bay. Oh God, it's just <laughs> uh, like I just I think I think this is going to be a fun team to watch. The I you think talked about the defensive run saved though with Cleveland. Yeah. Here's a good candidate for this might be the 30th place team. Yes, run. they could be awful. Um, they still have the Joaquin Benoit closer trade chip. Uh, yeah. to go ahead and move. They're in the tough division with the Dodgers and the Giants. Um, I still like the over, by the way. You like the over? I'm going to stay away. Even though, it's, even though it has a chance to be a little bit messy. Will, um, Will Myers has got to, like, I, I still believe in Will Myers, but he was awful last year. His slash line was 222, 294, uh, and 320. Oh, man, that's really bad. Really bad. Um, yeah, I still San believe. Diego isn't going to help things as far as like, the kind of hitters part either, but no. um, he might have a chance to provide more value there. Um, I still, I still think that they've done enough things. They might have a chance to pick it. Yeah, they'll, like, they'll be able to score some runs. I think, even considering that silly ballpark. Yeah, I like their starting four: um, uh, Shields, Cashner, Kennedy, Ross. That's that's pretty formidable. I mean, they're, they're going to win some games. Uh, if you like the over, go ahead and take it. Ah, this team's a stay away. I, I think, think I'm gonna. T- I think I'm gonna take the under on. The NLS teams the yeah, they they really hammered like they they really hit this one dead on because I think that like if you ask me how many games I thought the Padres would have won just off the top of my dome piece I would have won eh, eighty four <laughs> yeah the lines at eighty four so not a playoff team in your mind then. no but uh, certainly certainly uh, uh, frisky frisky team um, defending the defending champion San Francisco Giants eighty three and a half you can get even money on the over minus one thirty on the under. They have looked awful in spring training. Yeah, everything looks bad. Every yeah. single thing. Uh, that doesn't particularly scare me, though. Me neither. Um, if you look at what they had, like, other than third base, everything's pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Now, that's obviously they lost a pretty significant piece there in Pablo Sandoval. Yeah. And but some guy named, look at, something yeah. named Casey McGahey is going to be replacing him. Yeah, that's, and, a, and that's, that's not what you want. Uh, and Hunter Pence has got a it's got an arm thing going on. So I, I don't even know when yeah. he's supposed to be back, but he's not starting the season. No, um, still got one of the best rotations in baseball. Baumgartner and Vogelsong are still going to do their thing. Um, I just probably just shouldn't doubt the Giants at this point, right? No. But that being said, they're, they're, they've been the every other year thing. They're obviously, they either miss the playoffs or win the World Series every other year. That's true. <laughs> Maybe um, miss the playoffs here. It could be. I'm going to, if you're betting the Giants, you're getting even money on 83 and a half. I say just go ahead and take it and trust that team to get it done again. Yeah, that's uh, if you're betting it. Um, yeah, that might be the way to go. I, I would I would at least consider betting the under there. Yeah. Um, one of the big boy teams, Seattle Mariners, went out there yeah. and they've got a lot of money invested in this team. They've got a lot of money invested in King Felix. They added Nelson Cruz to an already great line lineup. They've got uh, deep bullpen. Farquhar and Rodney are still good. I love the Mariners team this year, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you that I bet the over on pretty much every every Seattle Mariners over I, I could get my hands on. What is the line? Uh, 86 and a half. Yeah, minus, like one, minus 130 on the over, playing, paying a bit of a vig there, even money on the under, but I love the over. Um, I also have them at plus 160 to win the division. Um, I really like that they are 16 plus 1600 or 16 to 1 to win the World Series. And I like that they were seven to one to win the American League. I placed yeah. a little bit of money. All on those all of things those. are good. And if you look around the lineup, uh, if you look around the diamond, uh, there aren't a lot of positions where you say, "Oh, that's questionable." Uh, Jackson's fine in center field. Like the the outfield is the one spot, but I think they'll be able to to make some things work there. Um, uh, second base is obviously fine. 
Uh, Kyle Seeger is a really good ball here's, player. Here's, a, here's a potential landing spot for Chase Utley. Where, where do they play him? Just DH him or maybe put him in right or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess you have to ask him if, if he's willing to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that might be uh, – that might be a way. It's fun to think about. But yeah, yeah. They're, 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 well, they're, they're, I think this is a team that can go, like, if what you need is maybe a better bat than Logan Morrison, who plays first base, that's something you can go get. Oh, yeah. Like, guys like that are available. So if, if, if they decide, you know what, maybe we're not scoring quite enough runs. And, and Logan Morrison last year, what, he, wasn't, he wasn't bad. It's bad, I don't think, really plays at first base um, in the 99 games he played last year. But... There are ways to improve this team that would be relatively easy to accomplish. The tough things to find, guys who can play defense at the middle of the diamond, the catcher, things on those lines, they've already got. So, and and the, the starting pitching, obviously. If you've got King Felix, Iwakuma, uh, James Paxton, another former Blue Jay farmhand, sort of. Uh, Jay Happ, another former Blue Jay. And uh, Walker, like that's, you, you can do something with that rotation. It's it, it's a good team. I think this is the best, uh, this is the best Mariners team in a long time. Yeah, I just hope they take it easy on Iwakuma because uh, he broke down at the end of last year. And yeah, that cost them their playoff uh, playoff berth last year. He, yeah, he was not good in September. Maybe uh, find him a couple of uh, a couple of times to skip over yeah. and start. But that's, um, that's the competition of the day. All right, the next team. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this particular team uh, because they're good, and there's no reason to, reason to question it. Um, I have I mentioned earlier how I had my big three, and then I had my big five. This is the fifth one of my big five. St. Louis Cardinals, um, 88 and a half wins. You get the under minus 125 and the over at minus 105. Just take the over and don't even think about it. So give me the wins number again. 88 and a half. That's a lot. I know. I still love it. Minus one. You, you're getting minus uh, 105 on it, though. And they, this is a team that added Jason Hayward. Uh, yeah, he's good. I just, I, I, I don't think there's any reason to question this let's, team. Yeah, let's be honest here. Um, Jason Hayward, a guy who's been fine, but like still not quite what you want out of uh, out of a guy that has this much potential. Doesn't that type of guy typically go to St. Louis and become awesome? Like, oh, isn't God, that yes. typically typically the way things work? So, yeah, I, th- I think that's probably going to wind up to be an excellent trade for him. Um, and then you look at, like, obviously the rotation's still pretty good. you got Wayne Wright, Lance Lynn, John Lackey, Michael Walker, Carlos Montiel. Oh, man, this, this baseball team is just so well run. Yeah. So just well run. Take the over. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, they're, yeah, it's it's just a very, very good team. Tampa Bay Rays. Right now, sitting at seventy-eight and a half, you can get the over and the under both at minus one fifteen. Um, Alex Cobb has got that forearm tendonitis thing, which right. just scares the hell out of me. Because well, of course, it always. And, and, anytime Tommy the John. word forearm is mentioned, that's never yeah, a good. Because it always leads to Tommy John. Um, I love Smiley and Chris Archer. Um, Oda Rizze, um, could make the leap this year. He's already a strikeout artist. Tough division. I think they gave up on Will Myers too soon, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say that um, I regret uh, that they're going to regret it. And they lost Joe Madden and his magic elixir. So, and they lost Friedman. Yes. Oh yes. Just man, I don't know. I just 70, 78 and a half. Good team. I, I'd probably bet the under because. Uh, but here's why I bet the under. Uh, it, Last I, year with a half season of David Price. With a full season of Ben Zobrist, 
with some other guys that were there last year that aren't going to be around this time. They won 77 games. What makes us think that the Tampa Bay Rays are going to win more games this year than they did last year? That's true. Unless some of their young pitchers like are gangbusters, I I don't see like uh, I know that Cobb like he played like he's been throwing a baseball. I don't think off a mound by any stretch of imagination, but oh. throwing a baseball recently. Uh, I, like how much are they going to get out of him? Who's to say? Um, I I just don't see any reason why I would think the Rays are winning more games in 2015 they did in 2014. Ah, it's so tough. Um, I just I the cop thing just scares the crap out of me. I mean, I'm not going to own Alex Cobb in any kind of fantasy leagues this year. Uh, oh, no, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's too big a risk. Um, yeah, so I like the under on the Tampa Bay Rays. It's a tough Public division. Uh, well, a team that scares from, from a team that's got a guy with scary injuries to a team that just was completely injured last year and looks like they're going to be injured again this year. The Texas Rangers, uh, 76 and a half. The under is minus 140, and you can get the over at plus 110 right now. Um, they, they got rid of Ron Washington. They brought in Jeff Bannister. Darvish isn't going to pitch this year, most likely. If he does, you know, it'd be, it'd be in September. Um, Matt Harrison and Martin Perez, are, are they're hoping to get them back. They're hoping Prince Fielder will bounce back. Um, the rotation, under. yeah, the under. The under, rotation under, under. is terrible in a tough division. Everything's like bad. They're the worst team in this division by a long shot. Yeah, if they're going to go into this, like, like the top of the order is is predicated on four, like three or four guys bouncing back from terrible years. They're 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 counting on Shinsu Chu, Elvis Andrus, and Prince and Prince Fielder to all bounce back, and Beltre to continue doing what he does. Like the rotation is going to be Holland, Gallardo, Lewis, Detweiler, and Tepish. It's uh, just awful. Not not going to be fun. Awful. Under on. I'm sorry, Texas. Like you've been so much fun to watch over the last few years, but I I, I see no reason to think that the over is a reason for that here. No, I mean you, you, the plus one ten is tempting because maybe, but it just seems like a stay away to me. But if you're gonna bet it, bet the under and pay the minus one forty fig. What is it again? The, the seventy six and a half. Oh God, yeah, under, 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 under. Yeah. Uh, Beltre is signed for this year at sixteen million dollars. And he signed for next year, where it'll be thirty-seven and eighteen million dollars. Oh I think boy. Texas is willing to pay some of that eighteen million next year, that they might be able to move him. That might be the right thing to move. Yeah, certainly something to look at, yeah. uh, especially if like because Prince Fielder, the the, the the big thing that people aren't necessarily talking about is this is around the same point in his career that his dad started breaking down too, and right. he's got a worse body than his dad had. Yeah, and look, it's it's sometimes not fair to say look at a guy's body type and say, oh, this guy, this is the type of guy that breaks down. But it, it, we have evidence. Yeah, this, with Prince Fielder's particular body type. Right. Um, two teams left. We're gonna skip one and head to the Washington Nationals, who are everybody. They they're already the champions of two like the the World Series champs of 2015, according to everybody. Uh, Ninety three and a half wins is the over under. <sighs> Uh, I'm gonna like you. You have to. You're betting on a team to win 94 ball games. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, you're getting even money on the under, and you get minus 130 on the over. They have an easy division. They added Max Scherzer to a rotation that already includes Zimmerman, Strasburg, Fister, and Gio Gonzalez. They have three aces when most teams only have one or zero or zero. Yeah, Tanner Rourke 
who was 15 and 10 last year with a 285 ERA, is their, like, in case somebody gets hurt guy. Yep. Uh, they added Casey Jansen and Matt Thornton to bolster their bullpen. Hopefully, Bryce Harper can make the leap this year. Um, unfortunately for them, Worth and Span look like they're going to start the season on the DL. Um, this is their year, and they probably better get it done because Zimmerman, Fister, Span, and Desmond, they're all free agents at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, 96 I, game winner last year. They, they, I, I think you have to bet the over. If you look at the division, a bunch of other things. You got, uh, you know, Escobar coming in at second base, <laughs> which will be fine. Uh, yeah. And Desmond is is excellent. Uh, Rendon at third base, also a good player, obviously. Um, they're, just, they're they're just strong everywhere. They're strong everywhere. Uh, you got you have to bet the over because it's a really good ball club. Ball club. It's just the way it is. I agree. Um, all right, the team everybody's waiting to hear us talk about. Your team and mine, the Toronto Blue Jays, coming in at eighty-two and a half. You can get minus one twenty-five on the over and minus one hundred five on the under. You like while well, we already talked about the other AL East teams, and we yeah. both love the over for Boston, mm-hmm. and I think we both kind of like the under for the other two. Yes. Yeah, the other three. Excuse me. Um, I think the Blue Jays are going to hit the over. That's, that's 83 games. And you look at what they did in the offseason. And they went out and added a guy like Josh Donaldson. They went out and added Russell Martin. We talked about the fountain of pitching. Maybe that's what happens again here. Um, do we have any reason to believe the Blue Jays will win fewer games in 2015 than they did in 2014? Um, no. I, I think this is a strong over. Um, it has to be. I understand that yeah. Stroman going down sucks. And Str- watching Stroman was awesome. And the baseball gods are the worst people ever. But I think that you can count on this team to win at least as many games as here's it did last year. So uh, if they get, what, is it 82 and a half? Yep, 82 and a half. Yeah, they, they won 83 last year. Like, yep. uh, at least as many games. I think, that, like, they have as good a chance to make the playoffs as they ever had, in my estimations, in the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, like if you just look at, if you look at their own division, if you look at the rest of the American League, um, they've got a they've got a chance to do some things and they've got they've got a couple other guys that are kind of like that well this this would be neat if something cool happened uh smoke being one of them who is uh really heating up in spring over the last few days i understand that spring however nice to see that and getting him the heck out of seattle might change the senior a little bit uh maybe he's going to be a nice addition he he's he's better defensively at first base than anyone they've had there in a while um Devin Travis has looked pretty good. In this, like there, there are reasons to like this team. Maybe Devin Travis is finally the guy who can be consistent at second base for the Toronto Blue Jays throughout an entire season for the first time since like 2009, Aaron Hill. It's been a little while. Um, yep. Yeah. If you go through their rotation one to nine, or sorry, not their rotation, their lineup one to nine, I don't think, other than maybe St. Louis, I'm not sure if you'd trade that, their lineup for any other lineup in the league. I mean, if you think about it, they're going to have Reyes leading off. They're going to have Donaldson hitting two, Batista, Encarnacion, Russell Martin's going to be hitting third. Um, their optimal lineup will include Michael Saunders hitting sixth. Um, seven, eight is going to be uh, Deanna Navarro or Justin Smoke, whatever they, whenever they figure out what's going on with Navarro. And then like their eight, nine guys are going to be, Devin are going to be Devin Travis and Dalton Pompey. Yeah. 
Like, like there's, there's something to like about that. Yeah, it, like Pompey, whatever they get out of him is is gold. And if Devin Travis can just walk a little bit and steal a couple bases, yep. that's that's all you need him to do. Uh, play reasonable defense. Yeah, strong over on the Toronto Blue Jays. I really like them at minus one twenty five to win more than eighty two and a half games. Um, here's the here's the fun storyline. Yeah, I understand that it's not likely. They shouldn't be counting on it. Why would they? Johan Santana getting anything out of him, that would be super fun this season. Oh, God, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, well, they they don't, obviously don't need vintage Johan Santana, but except the major league pitchers. No, yeah, if, but if he can come in and, and maybe, you know, take a hold of that fifth spot so they can move maybe Daniel Norris to the bullpen or something like that, or hell, yeah. just have Santana be in the bullpen. Yeah, you, or, or just maybe you go with six-man rotation for a while. Uh, obviously, that's not what you necessarily want, but... Uh, uh, you can live with a six-man rotation if you've got guys that are contributing, and it saves the wear and tear on both the arms of Norris and Sanchez. So, something to think about. Uh, Craig Needles, give me your American League playoff teams. Uh, American League playoff teams. Seattle Mariners, LA Angels, Detroit Tigers, Boston Red Sox, Toronto Blue Jays. I've got the Orioles, the Mariners. I'm going to go ahead and throw the Indians in there. And sorry, I've got the Red Sox winning the division. I've got the Orioles as a team, as a wildcard team, along with the Tigers, because I think the Tigers and the Red Sox are going to add midseason and be tremendous. Uh, what do you have for the NL? Washington Nationals, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, who do I like in the West? It's one of the Giants or the or the Dodgers. And the, well, the Dodgers, obviously, for, for winning the division. And then I'll say the... Actually, neither of the Giants or Padres get in. And then the uh, the Pirates will make the playoffs. And I'm going to say the Marlins are the other wild card. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Nationals, Pirates, Dodgers as my division winners. And then I'm going to say the Cardinals. And I'm, I'm going to say the uh, San Francisco Giants make the playoffs as the second wild card in the National League. Um, what's your World Series matchup? I am going to have the Los Angeles Dodgers having a victory over... I'll say the Tigers. I'm going to say the Dodgers with a victory over the Seattle Mariners. Um, so we're both picking the Dodgers to win the World Series. So we can just go ahead and apologize to all the fans out there in L.A. Because <laughs> no way it could possibly happen now. Uh, Craig Needles, thanks for coming back. Um, get you back in a week or two because we've got uh, uh, NHL and NBA playoffs coming up. Right. So I do, I imagine we'll go into great detail of both once we get the, the matchups figured for both because uh, that's two two races for the final wild card in each uh, division or each conference in the NHL right now. So who the yeah, hell knows? Who's, uh, no, you don't know who's playing anybody right now because there's, there's damn, going on. Yeah, these damn three-point games. Uh, anyway, right. Craig Needles. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.